Hey guys, you're listening to the English Made Simple show. This is episode number 150, number 150, numero 150. What? 150? Wow. Time flies. Yo, how's it going everybody? What's shaking? Doing great? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's awesome. Glad to hear. Welcome. Welcome to English Made Simple show. My name is Milena from EnglishMadeSimple.net. EnglishMadeSimple.net. And my friends call me, hey, Milena. <laughs> right. So I'm glad to hear you're doing well. That's amazing. That's awesome. I, on the other hand, I am battling hay fever ever since I arrived in Adelaide. I've been dealing with a really bad case of hay fever. What's a hay fever, you might ask? Mm -hmm. It's an allergy. It's an allergy to pollen and grass. It usually happens around springtime when the birds start to sing and attack. <laughs> it makes you sneeze a lot. Like, <gasps> that's sneezing. It makes you sneeze a lot. It gives you itchy eyes. You have to touch your eyes always teary eyes and itchy throat <clears throat> that's throat and you just feel sleepy all day so I had to go and buy some medicine I had to resort to tablets I have to use tablets or medicine to treat the symptoms of hay fever thanks to this medicine I'm now able to record today's episode yes you can learn more about this hay fever stuff if you want um, in episode number 78078 uh, called at the doctors and another episode 076 number 76 called at the pharmacy you can learn more about uh, hay fever and other vocabulary uh, related to going to doctors in those two episodes but you have to hop into your time machine and then go back in time so you have to go far far back in time number 78 and 76 okay great Alrighty. Let us continue with the show. The topic of job interviews and CV writing will continue next year. Just wanted to let you know, the next time I run the Get Job Ready program, it will be in 2018. I've just realized that it's almost end of the year. So in 2018, uh, we will focus more on the CV and job interview stuff. And starting from next month, I will be introducing a new program, so keep listening for that. I should also mention that if you are looking to apply for jobs in Australia or New Zealand or even Canada, in the meantime, you can still get in touch with me. I can work with you one-on-one -on -one because it's not easy to start writing CVs if you're looking for employment uh, overseas, especially if this is your first time ever doing it. You can still try doing it yourself, but uh, you still need someone to check that what you are writing is actually applicable. Right, okie dokie. Changing the topic now. In today's episode, I want to talk about speaking English. Speaking English. It's quite simple. Speaking English. I'm going to share a story about my experience when I first tried speaking in English. Mm -hmm. Before I first engaged in a conversation in English, before I pr first practiced speaking English, I had been learning it for five years, studying grammar, reading books in English, you know, listening to the music. 
I knew how to sing every song by Metallica. I remember the lyrics to every song of theirs off by heart. I can me I memorized all the lyrics. I think kids nowadays they learn English by listening to Justin Bieber, right? Mm -hmm. The world has changed a lot since my younger years. <laughs> When I was learning all this English grammar, I couldn't read articles online, you know. I couldn't go on the internet because the internet did not exist back then. Okay? I had to go to the library to borrow books. I still like to go to the library though. This is not a pity party, okay? <laughs> This is not a sad episode, by the way. This is a happy one. It's a happy episode. <laughs> okay, bad joke. <laughs> okay, so what I'm trying to say here is that all this learning and reading in English did not help me actually speak English. Every time I had tried to speak in English, I became paralyzed. Paralyzed with fear, unable to articulate myself. I was stopping often. I was saying things like, um, um, <laughs> a lot of uh, ums, getting tongue-tied a lot, thinking about grammar rules every time I tried to make a sentence, mixing the tenses, past, present, conditional tense, forgetting about irregular, regular verbs. It was a real mess. It wasn't a pretty picture, that's what I can say. I was struggling to speak. I was asking myself, how come? How come I understand when someone speaks in English and I can also understand when I read in English, but I cannot speak it? How come, I say? I would get home feeling exhausted after an hour of trying to speak in English. It was mentally draining, mentally exhausted. I felt like I had a workout at the gym. I remember after a long day of trying to speak in English, I would come home to lie down and rest for a short period of time. Why was I feeling so tired? I wasn't lifting weights at the gym. I wasn't lifting anything heavy. You know the feeling I'm talking about, guys? I think some of you can relate, especially those of you who have, um, who have to speak English at work or the ones who recently moved overseas and uh, need to speak in English every day with native speakers, even non-native speakers, I mean, you have to speak in English, trying to do simple things like open a bank account or buy a train ticket, uh, you know, to go to work. All of a sudden, simple things you took for granted became a struggle, right? Am I right? Mm -hmm. Give me some virtual high fives if you think I'm right. <laughs> Those of you who are experiencing this at this very moment, uh, who are going through this uh, embarrassing moment, <laughs> you will agree with me. I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about. But you know what, guys? Speaking, actually speaking, is a skill. Just like listening to English and reading in English, speaking in English is a skill. It has to be learned. You have to practice it. Speaking into a microphone, like me, is a skill. Speaking in front of an audience of a thousand people is a skill. Public speaking, that's a skill. But speaking in English, speaking another language is also a skill. You have to learn it. So when it comes to speaking, you have to forget about grammar. Okay? You have to forget about grammar. Yes, I know, I know. Forget about grammar. Just forget it. Unless you're doing uh, exams and you're being marked on using grammar when speaking, then yes, then you should worry about grammar. In that case, you need to worry about grammar, okay? For the rest of us who are not doing exams, 
we should forget about English grammar. Why would you say such a thing, Milena? That's atrocious, unacceptable, outrageous. <laughs> Wait, hear me out, hear me out. You would be surprised the majority of native speakers don't follow the rules of grammar when they speak English. Well, they speak slang. They don't know why they say what they say. I hope that makes sense. They don't know why they say what they say. The majority of native English speakers don't know what a pronoun is, what an adverb is, or what a third conditional sentence is, and so on. All they know is what they learned from an early age and they learned how to use these certain phrases. But you guys, you, you know more than them. You know more about English grammar than native speakers do. Because you're studying it, you're learning every detail, analyzing every detail of the English language. And there is nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that that's wrong. Please uh, continue doing that. But please don't obsess about it. Don't obsess about it. That's my advice to you. Be relaxed. Just chill. Just chillax. That's a new word. Chillax. It's between relaxed and chill. Okay? You can use that. And now I would like to share something with you guys, something that helped me uh, with uh, speaking English. So listen up, amigos y amigas. Here is how to start speaking English fluently. This is what worked for me, at least. So I'm happy to share it with you today. Number one, point number one. Find a friend who is keen to learn English with you. Practice speaking with them in English once or twice a week. Doesn't matter how it sounds, at least it will force you to think about words in English before you say them out loud. That's what I used to do. Mm -hmm. I remember back in the day, my friend, uh, my friend Mila will remember this. She's listening to the show right now. She's in Serbia at the moment. Big shout out to my friend Mila. Hey, Mila, remember we used to walk down the main street in Belgrade, in Serbia, and speak broken English out loud. <laughs> I still remember that. It was so embarrassing. But it was fun. We laughed a lot, I remember. It was cool. So, guys, yes, find a friend who is keen to learn English with you. Keen. K-E-E-N. Keen means interested. Cool bananas. Point number two. Learn English phrases and English expressions. This is a key to being fluent. If you don't know which expressions to learn, how about you tune in to the English Made Simple show? You have a whole archive of episodes to listen to. All of them jam-packed full of goodies. In other words, all of them have really valuable and educational material. Plus, as a bonus, you get my bad jokes, okay? You get it as a bonus. <laughs> so go back and listen to some old material. Point number three. If you can't find a friend to practice English with, then English Made Simple is your friend. Listen to it. Share it with others. It's great. Highly recommend it. Point number four. Start learning Justin Bieber songs. <laughs> He sings in a very simple English, except the song Despacito. Don't listen to Despacito, the version sang by Justin Bieber. It's not worth it. Point number five, listen to the next episode of English Made Simple. I will introduce you to more useful phrases that you can practice with your friends. 
that's it for today. I hope you found today's episode useful, amigos y amigas. If you did, please share it with your friends and then book some time with them to practice speaking. And here we are, amigos y amigas. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for joining me today. You've been jamming with Milena from English Made Simple. Until next time, hasta la próxima.